Hashem, Baruch Hashem, Amashia Yeshua, Baruch Hashem Adonai, praise the Lord, hallelujah, come on and praise the Lord everybody in this house, break the silence over your head and give him anyway praise, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy, wherever you are, in the middle of your living room, sitting in the car, give the Lord a praise. You're in your living room and you're hearing our voice. It's worship time at the Waterloo Apostolic Church where Jesus is God. Hallelujah. We break the silence in the atmosphere. We bring out the best. Hallelujah. We bring out the best glory. We bring out the best testimony. We came to worship His Excellency. Hallelujah. The blessed and only potentate. The lion who is the lamb. Our comforter and friend. Our daddy. Our mighty redeemer. Can somebody praise him? Praise him for yourself. Within the confines of your spirit. Invite his holy abode. Come into my soul. Blessed Redeemer. Take a seat and allow me to praise you. Shama Kushataya. Come on. Take your mind off your problem. It ain't gonna change it. Take your thoughts off your worries. You can do nothing but praise God through it. And bless the name of the Lord. For he is good. And his mercy endureth forever. His truth is everlasting. Masoro Kotodia. Come on. Amananda Bahashaya. Express Burukutoma Masakia. Your attitude in gratitude of worshipful praise. Come on. Close your eyes if you're being distracted right now. Focus on the hill of the cross where he bled and died for you. What a glorious day. Mana Sakrate. What an awesome freedom. What an immeasurable liberty that we have. Isn't he worthy? Come on, somebody. Grab a hold of a hallelujah in your spirit and magnify your Jesus. Forget about your trouble. Forget about your conundrum. Cease to worry about your life's condition and just magnify him. Can we spend one more minute before missionary Mitchell take us further in worship? Yes, Lord. Open up your mouth and let the Spirit lead you into worship. Yes, Lord, I hear you. Come on. Yes, Lord. Your word. Yes. Yes. Go into the holy place. His blood has already washed you. His blood has already corrupted your spirit and uh, sanctified your soul and make you acceptable in the beloved. Come on, step into the holy place. Shanda. Mm -hmm. Yes. Anybody happy about serving Jesus? Anybody really happy about serving Jesus? Huh? We lift our hands in the sanctuary. We lift our hands to give Him the glory. We lift our hands to give You the praise, and we will praise You for the rest of our days. Yes, we will praise You for the rest of our days. 
will praise you for the rest of our days. Yes. We will praise you for the rest of Come our on, lift days. your hands, everybody. Oh, we lift our hands in, in the sanctuary. sanctuary. We lift our hands to give you the glory. We lift our hands to give you the praise. And we will praise you for the rest of our days. Yes. Come on, everybody, we say, Jesus. It is our affirmation. We will praise him for the rest of our days. You may be seated in the sanctuary. We give the Lord praise this morning for he has afforded us another privilege to be in the land of the living because our purposes are not yet totally fulfilled. That is why we are still alive. The reason why we are alive is not just to use oxygen. It's not just to occupy space. We were purposely created. You are here on purpose. God made you deliberately. And so we would like to be reminded of this fact. That if you are alive, it is because God is not finished with you yet. We would like to use this opportunity to welcome those that are joining us for worship via the internet. Amen. We want to let you know that Jesus is the same wherever you are. You could be in Botswana or in Mogadishu. Jesus is the same God. You could be in Istanbul or in Johannesburg. Jesus is still the same. For he is the omnipotent, omniscient one. Amen. And he is the omnipresent one. Which means that he's everywhere present with equal pulpitude and capacity to operate in the fullness of his divinity. Somebody praise the Lord in the house of God. Somebody lift up your hands to the most high God. I feel good, real wonderful good. Every time I talk about Jesus, I feel good. Anybody feel good in here? Anybody feeling the feeling? I mean, despite our going in your life, as we would say in Jamaican parochialism, you feel good. Oh, I feel good, good, good. Yes, I feel real wonderful, good. Every time I talk about Jesus, I feel good, good, good. Oh, I feel good. Yes, I feel real wonderful, good. Oh, every time I talk about Jesus, I feel good. I feel good, you can too, oh, every time I talk about Jesus, I feel good, you want to know why Jesus, so sweet, Emmanuel name, so sweet, oh, Jesus name, so sweet, Emmanuel name, so sweet, oh, every rock me rock upon Jesus, Yes, Lord, we love you. Yes, Lord, we praise you. Yes, Lord, we exalt you. Yes, Lord, we send you the first. Hallelujah. We beg no demon, we bow to no devil. We are the people of the Most High God. We carry his name. We are under his blood. We are covered by his assurance. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Excellent is his name. Excellent is his power. Lord, you are wonderful. My God, 
you are excellent. Come on and give his excellency praise. Yes, Lord, I hear you. Jesus. Thank you. You that are worshiping the Lord, sit down. Well, I feel good. Praise the Lord in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him for his excellent greatness. Praise him according to the multitude of his loving kindness. Praise him. Let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. For his mercy endureth forever. Praise ye the Lord. For his kindness is immeasurable. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. You may be seated if you can. Sister Nelsie is getting ready to sing a song unto the Lord. Hallelujah. But while Sister Nelson prepares herself, not quite yet, we have some victory reports. Somebody say victory. Over all the powers of darkness. I don't hear the church. For when the battle is in array, whoosh, heaven's gates shall never fail. For God promised those who pray I don't hear the church. Disturb the visitor beside you and behave like you know that Jesus is a present help in the time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. For God shall help us. Lord Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. And that right early, the heathen rage. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. Mama Shia. Utter your voice, God. Let the earth melt. Utter your voice. Excellent is thy power. to somebody the Lord is great in Zion while we try to compose ourselves mm. yes Lord I hear you we learn to celebrate small victories and we practice to celebrate medium-sized victory and we practice to celebrate massive-sized victory 
Yes, Lord, I hear you. If there be no enemy, there be no fight. In your name, Jesus, Emmanuel, Ramashandaraba, the one by whose stripes we are healed. Lord, I ask you to take every infirmity now, pull out every pollution, remove every malady in your name, Jesus. Excise from the very DNA every affliction. Heal down to the very bone. Glory down to the very nerve. Heal and deliver. Set free and make whole. Right now at your instruction. As your people sit at your feet now. Dispense to them the virtue of your healing, power of your deliverance. Those that are seated in the sanctuary and those that are seated in internet world. Hallelujah. Omnibenevolent God. Omnipresent healer. Lion of the tribe of Judah. Deliverer of the oppressed. Heal. Set free. Release. Restore. Revive. Replenish. Rejuvenate. Resuscitate. Restore. Replace. Now give him thanks. Now give him thanks. I don't hear you. Your voice is low. Lift up your voice and give him thanks. Healing for deliverance. Healing and deliverance from sickness and cancer. Diverticulitis, prostate. Hallelujah, cancer. Enlarge and prosthetic gland in the name of Jesus. Healing in the genetics. Healing all over the body. Healing in the kidneys. Healing in the liver. Healing in the pancreas. Healing in the mind, healing in the amygdala, healing in the hippocampus, healing in the pituitary, healing in the soul, healing all over your body. Hallelujah! What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. I can stand here today and speak of his glory and his wonderful grace, and his mighty power. I can assure each and every one that come here today, that sit in each and every chair, that the Lord will do it for you. He do it already, and he will do it again. The Lord is mighty. He's mighty in power. He's the ruler of heaven and earth. And he can do all things. Please, I'm encouraging you all just to lift your faith in Jesus' name. And he will do it for you. I just want to sing this song as I was led this morning. And I just want to encourage everybody. No matter what the circumstances may be. No matter how broken you may be. The Lord can fix the situation. The Lord can fix you. You know, you might have something special like something glassy and it drop and break. And 
all the pieces has fallen apart. Some of them you can't even find to put back together. But the Lord that we serve can find every pieces that fall apart and put it back together. And let me tell you something. We are serving a mighty God. He is powerful in every area, no matter what the situation might look like. It might look like there's no hope for you, but there's hope in Jesus Christ. Once you have Christ in the vessel, no matter what the situation may be, you can smile at the storm. As I see my brother was dancing just now, I was feeling so good to know that he is dancing in spite of his situation. I myself can dance and praise my mighty God because of my situation. I do, I'm not going to say I don't have any situation in our brethren. I have a lot to sit down and cry for. But no, the mighty God that I serve, I trust him, I believe in him, and all the things that I'm going through, I know he's with me. So I'm not going to sit and cry over my situation because he is able. He is able through every situation that we go through. And I just want to encourage my sinner friends, my Christian friends, all my, my sisters and brothers, that he can pick up all the pieces and put them back together. Empty and broken, I came back to him, a vessel unworthy, so scarred with sin, but he did not despair, he started
each and every one to just stay close to God, stay under his wings, because no matter what you're going through, no matter how many times you have fallen, he will help you up to rise above all your circumstances. Don't let nobody tell you otherwise. Don't let nobody let you feel less than you are. The Lord is here for each and every one of us. And let me tell you something. He will do it for you just like he do it for anyone else. He will do it for you. Just have the will and the determination to go on with him. Hold on to Jesus Christ because he is able to see you through no matter what, no matter what, just trust him, trust the Lord, no matter what. I just want to say this to somebody today. The Lord is coming soon. You must hear that over and over. But it doesn't matter how many times you hear that. Just prepare yourself. Just be ready. If you are not a part of the family of God yet, please I encouraging you, I urge you to hurry up and be a part of the family of God and be rooted and grounded in him. Because let me tell you something, Christianity is no joke thing. No matter what you hear people say about Christians, let me tell you something, it's a personal thing. And you have to get down deep and reach out for the Savior that you want to serve. Let me tell you something, if it weren't for the deepness and the determination that I have for this mighty God, I wouldn't be standing here today because I'm not really this type of person who comes and sing and carry on. But the Lord give me the confidence to stand here today singing to you all, saying this message giving you this message that he gave me. Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ before it's too late. Let no dark cloud, let no situation, no financial problem, no boyfriend problem, no matter what, don't let it hold you back. Please run to the Savior. No matter what you see other Christians look like or be doing, and you say they are hypocrites and whatever, make your selection. Make your selection. You don't watch anybody. You don't watch anybody else. Watch yourself. Sort out yourself in Jesus Christ. And I'm encouraging my sisters and brothers, don't watch your sister and brothers. Sort out yourself before it's too late. Because this God that we serve, he's powerful, he's mighty, and he's a, he's, he's a God that when he's ready to fling down his wrath, let me tell you something, he can be loving, you know. He can be loving, but let me tell you something, he can bring down judgment upon us. So we have to know what we are doing in this house. You hear me? When we are calling upon Jesus Christ, we have to know what we stand for. If you stand for Jesus, stand for him. Let me tell you something. No matter what, nobody says.
say about you once you know that in here you're serving the mighty God, the true God. Let me tell you something, get radical. This is the time for us to get radical in Jesus Christ. Let us not play around, go around our brothers and sisters and play around and mess around with each and every soul. Let me tell you something, time to get down in Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something, now is not the time to play church. Now is not the time to play church. I come in here for a reason, and that reason is Jesus Christ. I don't care what my sister or my brother want to say about me. It's all about God. And let me tell you something. This is a made-up mind. You have to have a made-up mind. You must know where you're going. You must know what you want. You must know who you stand for. Let me tell you something. If you don't know who you stand for or where you're going, somebody else will take you and lead you to another place. And that place ain't pretty. You hear me? That place ain't pretty. And let me tell you this. Somebody is the devil. The enemy is out there watching and waiting for the last ones, the ones that don't know where they're going. Okay? So let me tell you something, my brothers and sisters. This goes for me too, even though I'm telling you it's go it goes for me too. Because what goes for you goes for me. You understand? The warning that goes out for you, it's for me also. So let me tell you something. Now it's not the time to dress up and come to church and say hallelujah, amen, and sit down and go back home and everything is okay. No, no, it's not. Let me tell you something, time is just around the corner. Let me tell you something, it's not a joke thing, you know. Time is around, Bishop, just give me some time. Time is just around the corner when it come on to judgment. And don't think about just judgment only because you can't dead before your judgment come. And whatever you, if your soul don't fix with the Lord Jesus Christ, you know you're not going to meet him. So let me tell you something. If you think say you are going to say, judgment soon come, or a way back when it can come, our family come here, say judgment come and it can't come. And no, let me tell you something. You have an next guest coming. We have an next guest coming. Let's not be like the five foolish virgins. Let's fill our lamp. This goes for my church brothers and my unsaved. Fill up your lamp right now. Get the lamps filled. Clip up the lamp. What do you call it? Wheat? The wheat, the thing in the lamp. Clip it up that it can burn properly. Because the bridegroom is coming. The bridegroom is coming. Let's not wait until... He's here. We're going to run to our dear brother and sister and say, beg your little aisle. Too late. Too late. Let's not wait up until the day that we're going to ask God for forgiveness. No, too late. Let's not wait until we're in the grave because when you're in the grave, once that breath goes, that's it. That's it. And sometimes the breath don't have to go. Sometimes the brain is dead and you turn vegetable for the rest of your life to the grave. 
and you can't say, Jesus, forgive me. So let me tell you something. It's wake up time. It's wake up time. I'm telling you, you better wake up. Because if you think say, every Sunday you come into church, and you come and you sing and you clap and you go home back and you go come back next Sunday, it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee for some of us that we may come back next Sunday. Yes? Nobody thinks it's going to be all goody-goody and clappy-clappy and praising-praise all the time. Might, might sound stupid, but let me tell you something. It sounds fool, but it's true. You better look into yourself. Let us all search ourselves. Let us all search ourselves and pray about the things that is not right in the sight of our Lord. Because if your things say, God not perfect, he is perfect and he wants us to be. You hear? So if you sin and things say you're going to do this one and things say you are good among the other rest, you have a next guest coming. Because the whole of them not count nothing for the one where you do. Yeah. I am good. I go to church every Sunday. I throw my tithes. I do all of this. I'm sanctified. I read my Bible. I pray every day. But at the same time, you're killing your brother. You're killing your sister behind her back. Eh? None of that. It's not going to work. You're not going to talk and susu-susu behind your brother and sister and think so you are going to heaven. When you fast and you pray, you get up early and you pray, you commit yourself to God, but at the same time, you're killing your brother. You're killing your sister with that tongue of yours. No, it's not going to work. Which heaven, which heaven we going to go? No, we're not going to go any heaven. I'm not going to be a judge of no one. But the Bible tell you, some of us read it from back to front. And yet still, yet still, we're not doing the things. Oh, we are in the church for 40 years. I'm in the church for 50 years. Hello? And you're still not setting no example. Get a hold of yourself, people. Get a hold of yourself. It don't make sense. You get up and you talk. Oh, I'm a part of Waterloo for 50 years. I'm a part of Waterloo for 60 years. I know the bishop from he was going up. The church was going up and whatever. None of that can't help you. Cannot help. The, the thing is this. When a young person come in the church to serve the Lord, you must be an example. You must be a, sh a shepherd to them that lead, that lead them in the right way. You don't sit back and criticize and say all manner of things against your young people or whosoever gets saved in this church. It goes for everybody. You don't do that and say you are a child of God. That is not of God. That is of the devil. And you better know that. No matter how many times we come to fasting. No matter how times we wake up in the morning and pray and read our Bible. Let me tell you something. Those things is not of God. 
and you better, we better check ourselves. Let us take off all those dirty clothes because them the clothes, they are dirty linen. And we need to take it off and trample upon them in Jesus' name. Because them the clothes, they can't go to heaven. We cannot go to heaven in those linens. We got to be spotless. He said we got to be spotless. And when it says spotless, it means spotless. So we don't know what we are doing. But we have to look into ourselves. What if we clean, clean? What if we trim, trim? What if we full up, full up? What if we empty, empty? <laughs> Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, man. God is not joking. Huh? And we can't trample upon in me so. We can't make people out of door, out of, out of, out of, out of the world, like, talk all manner of things about with God. You crazy? No. We are for royalty. We are royalty now. Yes, we are royalty. And we serve him, the king of kings and the lord of lords. We can't make people trample upon his name like that. In the name of Jesus, rebuke those foully and dirty attitude that is not of God. Hmm. Lord Jesus. Let me tell you something, man. It's time for us to just buckle up now. Buckle up. Let me tell you, man. I wouldn't even say if you see what's going on in this world. I wouldn't even bother go there. Because let me tell you, man, it's the end of days. If you read your Bible, you will see that it's end of days. Look in your Bible and read from chapter to chapter. You will see. Say, God is coming. What you say? What you think him say? Watch. Why him tell you if you watch? Because him give you all the signs. Him tell you all the signs that is in the book. Huh? So it's time for us to buckle up. Search ourselves. Stand with each other. Strengthen each other. Oh, Lord. Let us have love for each other. Because God is love. God is love and the foundation of the Jesus Christ is love. Because if it weren't for love, he wouldn't die for us. Just because he loved us. That is why he died for us. Oh my God. How many of us who died for somebody we don't know? Somebody who, even one of our children. Some of us wouldn't even give up our life for one of our children. And the Lord give up his life. He, he, wouldn't, he, he could just snap a finger and get rid of the whole situation. But what? Him give up him life. And he would like to see us return the favor. You can't even do half of what he did for, for, for us. You, know, you can't do what he did for us. But at least give him back what he do. Respect and honor. Honor. Yeah? You can't go around say you're wearing the name of royalty and out there bathing any anyhow. Huh? And it don't make sense. We're out there and go around where people can see us and we act like, oh, holy mother of Jesus Christ. And then when we're in the yard, are they? Well, we're neighbor, we are cuss them. We are envy them. We are carry on and curse and backbite and 
all these manner of evil that is not of God. Let me tell you something, man. We have to wrap up. Wrap up all these dirty and evil ways amongst our lives. Because let me tell you, there's no heaven for us if we don't wrap up all those nasty things that we are doing. These things are nasty in the sight of God. And we must stop it. We must stop it. Because it don't make sense you're doing one good and then you're doing one evil. No. It doesn't matter. You're going to say, well, when I'm going to say half a bird better than at all. And I say work with God. No work with God that way. They both half a bird. Half a bread is better than nothing at all. It don't work with God. Give him the full bread. He wants the full bread. He's a jealous God. And if me have my picnic, I see my picnic them appear other people more mind more than me. I go feel away too. You understand? And all of it belongs to him. And when you are gonna turn your back and do all manner of evil and appear the devil mind and I show him all these things, what do you think God gonna do? How are we going to feel? And yet still we come crying. We come begging for healing, financial problems, all manner of things. Let me tell you something. Sometimes these financial things and sickness come down on us. Sometimes it's searching time. These things is to put us in line. Because the Lord works best when most of us is down low, you know. When we sick, when we broke, all manner of trouble come upon us, he works best. Yes, to prove himself to us. He proved it once, but we still now take heed. We still not appreciate it. Yeah? He carries carries through one situation, and by the time you look down the line, maybe a month or two, maybe not even so long, we don't remember say God did carry us through that situation there. You understand? Him help you through the, finance situ- the financial situation last week. And two months down the line, another one come. And you don't remember say the same God will carry you through that one there. We carry you through that one. We come upon you now. You understand? And the things that we do to each other is what God don't like and he's a rewarder he's a rewarder to them that diligently seek him and when we diligently seek him he will reward us and we can't expect to get reward reward not give out just so you know I know you all know that people just don't get reward like that I know some of you know that. Or everybody know that reward don't come just so. You know, just sit down so and get reward. You have to work for it. And you have to work hard too. Yes. When I say hard work, bring success. It's the same thing with God. You work hard and it will bring success in Jesus Christ. Heaven, we all want to go. Let us work for it, man. Let us work for it. It don't make sense. We get up a clap. Um, what is song name? Heaven, heaven is my home. Something like that. 
No, make sure heaven is going to be your home. You know, just sing it so. Make sure heaven is going to be your home. You clean up your app, man. You search yourself. If you go down and you know you're down, then all right. You pray about it and you come back up, man. Come back up in Jesus Christ. And when you come back up, now, but I go down there again and I go down there again. Then it works so. Not because I'm going to forgive you over and over. You are going to take disadvantage of the situation. Keep going down and you come back up and you pray. Ask God to forgive you. No. One day you might go, back, go down and you know, have the opportunity to come back up and say, Jesus, forgive me. You, know. you might go down there and you might not come back up and say, Jesus, forgive me of this wrong that I have done. You hear me? So let me tell you something. If we think so, we're going to keep trampling on Jesus' name all the time. We make a sad mistake. They say one day water, when them say bucket, I carry water, the bottom must drop out. Let me tell you something. Some of these things are true. And you have to look into yourself. It's not all the time we're going to get the chance to ask God to forgive us. It's not all the time we're going to ask the Lord to forgive us. And we think, say, when we do the wrong, we are going to get the opportunity to come back. No. Let me tell you something, man. I'm speaking for what the Lord has telling me right now. I might, you might say, oh, may I take over the service? But let me tell you something. I don't have any control over it. I don't have any control over what I'm saying. Because what I'm saying, it's from the Lord. And I can say it boldly. I can say it, I can say it boldly. I'm not going to come up here and try to be a preacher. I'm going to try and talk what the Lord has telling me right now. Yes, he's telling me, so I'm going to work with it. Because if I can't work with him, I tell me, well, I don't know what's going to happen to me, but it's not going to be pretty. Because when the Lord telling us something, we have to do it. We have to obey. You have a song say, trust and obey. There is no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. I can tell you, my brethren, it's not that I don't have problems. I have problems. Situations come upon me sometimes. It's not easy. But I can smile. Let me tell you, I can smile through certain circumstances. Boy, I tell you, it's really funny. Sometimes I look into myself and I say, my God, how can I handle this situation so easy? First time, I would panic. I would, I don't know. I would just lose it. But Jesus, the Christ that I serve, he give me peace in the midst of the storm, even in the worst of situation, he keep me calm. He keep me calm. I am not just bragging. Well, if you want to call it brag, no problem, because I like to boast in Jesus Christ, because Jesus is the center of my life. I'm sweet, you know? I'm sweet. He is sweeter than the day before, because when I just start out, it wasn't like this. It was a struggle. It was truly a struggle, and it's still a struggle. But he, 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 he teach me how to handle this situation. Yes, he's teaching me. I'm still there. He's still teaching me. I'm not a pro, because you will never be a pro in salvation. 
I don't think so. You can never be a pro because the Lord constantly teaching you things. And from I get saved until now, he keep teaching me and correcting me over certain situations and how to handle myself, right? And I just want to see love and peace reign in God's kingdom. I just want my brothers and sisters to just stand with me in Jesus' name. I just want you to stand, not just with me, I'm not just saying with me, but all of us be united as one because we are one in Jesus' name. And we must stand in holiness in one and trample the devil. We must stand as one and trample the enemy. You know, that dream that I speak of the other day, it was showing me that we must unite in Jesus' name. And once we unite in the realness of God, we can conquer all things through Jesus Christ. We can conquer all things through Jesus Christ. And, you know, it hurts me sometimes. I cried. I literally cry to see sometimes you're in the church and you get so many fights even from your own brother and sister. Some little things that they say and do, it just hurt. It just hurt way down. It hurt. But I can tell you this. None of you who try to trample me, it won't work. I can stand today in Jesus Christ and tell you, it won't work. It won't work. Because let me tell you something. I wasn't sent here by man. I was sent here by God. Jesus Christ, the one true God. The one true God that reigns above the earth. I don't, I, don't, I don't worship man. And I don't do things for praises from none of you. No man. I look for my praises and my blessings from God. And when I get it, I get it good. I get it good from God. No man on this earth give me such pleasure, such joy like my God. And I want to encourage my sinner friend. You might wonder how it is you go through all these storms and stand and say, you are okay. You can smile through it. Come and see. Come and taste it. Because let me tell you something. It's a level where you just have to go to a level, to another level, and you, you, it just gets sweeter and sweeter. You understand me? It's not something you say, oh, I'm in such pain and agony in the world. And you come into the church and you feel like, oh, yes, God going to take away my agony. He's going to take away all my pain. He's going to take away all my financial problems. He's going to take away all my boyfriend problem, my husband problem, my children problem. No, it's not going to work. He's going to work through with you, through the situation. You go through the situation day by day, and he's there with you. So long as you are determined to hold on to him, he will hold you and walk through it with you. Yes, he will walk through with you and give you the strength, that joy, 
that peace to go through that situation. But it's just not so. You have to work. You have to work, such as pray, read your Bible. And the prayer is not just pray. Let me tell you something. It's not just, oh, Lord, I need a breakthrough just now. I need some help with my children. No, you have to dig deep to the core of your soul and reach for him. Picture him digging deep inside of you. Picture him doing it for you. And you will see how he carry it through. Sometimes you might say, it's just a wild imagination. But it's not a wild imagination. When the Lord's showing you how he's going to turn your life around. Don't think or doubt yourself that it's just my wild imagination. That's the devil is try, trying to get you down or trying to take your focus away from what the Lord is trying to show you. Because when I was going through that situation where... I was praying and I was going through this situation where the Lord is taking me places like I'm imagining what he's doing for me. Use your mind because it is your mind that he works through. That's where the devil works through also. So you have to use your mind and think of what the Lord is going to do for you. Think of what he's doing for you. Sometimes you have to put the situation right there and then. You know that he is doing it right now. You understand? And you will see how he take you through. I'm going to tell you this. The other day I was in a job. It was very uncomfortable. And I leave it. And I was at home. And, you know, I was praying because working, it's a good thing to be working. It occupies your mind among other things it give you, your, help you with your finance and all that. And I was talking to God, but it's not something I dwelled on to pray, pray, pray about it. I pray and I trust him. I know the God that I serve. He will carry me through. He will make a way. So after I pray, it's like I put it aside and it's like I put it aside because I say, I tell him already, so he will do it for me. And just when I was there, not thinking about any job, just going on, I got a job. I didn't apply for it, nor anything like that. I didn't apply for the job. I didn't go to the person and tell the person I need a job. But I remember one Sunday I was here and my bishop called me and said, how would you feel working with children? And I smiled and I said, that would be great. And it was such a joy. During that process, one of my church sisters was looking about a job for me also. Tell me to write an application, send it in. And I send it in. I was hoping that I would get that job, but the Lord sent Bishop to ask me about that job, and I didn't apply for it or anything, and I got that job, and I, I received it right there. I take it. I didn't turn down that offer, and I remember about two weeks ago or less, the, the job that we applied for 
one of my church sister. I don't know if she would feel away if I call her name. Um, sister Sharon was looking about a job in states, at states, and when I went home, my phone rang, and they called me. They need me at states. So I'm just saying, I was just laughing and praising God how great he is to know that he provided a job for me, and yet still, he showed me how he's still giving me another job. So if now I'm here, have a job, and I could choose, but guess what? I choose to work here because I love what I do. I love being around the children, and I choose here. And I just want to thank God. Nothing is too hard for him to do if we just trust him. Because if you ask him for it and you don't trust him and, 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 and put your trust and say, well, God, I know you're able. I know you can do it for me. I know you can carry me through this situation. It's not going to happen. It works up here. Tell your mind that, tell yourself that he will do it and he will do it. That's how it works. You don't come to the bishop and say, bishop, pray for me. I need healing. And Bishop here working out himself, and you down there. Uh, I wonder if it will go happen. I wonder if I really going to get me healing. I wonder if I really going to get my breakthrough. And you go back home and you start thinking about the situation. How that going to work? That's not going to work. And a lot of we um, people get the prayer and say, Oh, you not strong in the spirit, man. You not strong in the spirit. You will consider yourself and say, You don't have faith. Ask yourself, do I have faith? Do I really have faith in God? We can only pray. I remember when Jesus was going around healing, he first asked, if you believe, you must believe and do it with these sickness and all these things. He's the ruler of all things. He's the resurrection and the life. So when you have this sickness, just tell yourself, you're calling upon the great physician, the great man of God, that he is the resurrection and the life, and you know he will resurrect you from whatever situation you're going through. He's the great resurrection, resurrection man from... He, let me tell you something. I love this story about Lazarus because he could have... He, Lazarus, the same day when his sister called for Jesus to come there. He could have gone there and healed him. But what? No. He wants to prove a point because that's him. He likes to show you what he really capable of. You understand? Because little did they know that the great Messiah could heal. I guess they saw him heal a couple sick, sick people and all those things but they didn't saw him raise the dead right so they think everything is over and done with Lazarus you understand and when he showed up everybody was wondering where him I go now the man dead in the grave how long four days where him I go I called him when he was on his sick bed. And now that he's dead in the grave, four days must be stinking and all of that. 
where this man going? You understand? And look at it. He called Lazarus from the grave. So let me tell you something. A lot of us have graves. Dead. We have the dead in the grave, should say. And you must believe that the great Messiah can call some of those dead that we have from the grave. Trust him. Believe in him. Because let me tell you something. He's a mighty God. And when I say mighty God, you just can't fathom these things that he does and what he can do for us. I'm a living testimony. I view the things that he can do for me because he done so many things for me. Enough of us don't know what he do for us, do for me. And let me tell you something. When he called me, he called me from the grave. I can say I was in that grave. I was dead, stink, rotten. I'm telling you, that situation that I was in, in the world, I was dead. I was a, I was a caucus, as they would say. And the Lord called me. He called me. And now I'm here, standing here, talking to you as a living testimony that God is able to see you through all situations. Pray for me as I pray for you in Jesus' name. God has spoken. And let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. God has spoken. Hallelujah. So let the church say amen. All of us real people that know that God just talked to the church. I am a mama sata. Can you really just stand up in reverence to God? When Sister Nelson began to speak and she began to affirm and confirm all of the things that I have written here to speak on today, I showed it to Evangelist Miller. And I even joked with her and said, God gave me the day off. Let me tell you something. If you think it's joke, not many days hence you shall see if you don't obey what God will do. She came up here to sing. And I believe that was her singular intention. To sing her song about the clay. But she doesn't know. Yes, she don't know. That from 5.15 this morning, I was in here praying. And asking God. To do exactly what he did.